Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? Cold. Me too. I didn't wear a coat. 35 degrees right now in Jackson, and the National Weather Service has a freeze warning in effect for tonight and tomorrow. We are expecting rain developing this afternoon, then changing over to snow, all snow overnight. Winds will pick up, temperatures will drop, and by this time tomorrow we could have a couple of inches of snow on the ground. I don't like what you're saying. <laughs> I don't like it at all. It's like that week where you know you had a couple of nice weeks and then it falls back. It's like when you um, work really hard to lose weight and then you like binge eat over vacation. <laughs> yes. That's, that's like, the week we're in and yeah. I don't like it. No. And Coincidentally, that's... Coincidentally, I did binge eat, but um, due to restaurants being closed, I did not dine in three meals a day like I normally do. Mm. Well, welcome back to reality. Thank you. Uh, good news, though. By the weekend, temperatures will be back in the 60s, and while the ground will be warm enough to melt snow, it's going to snow faster than it can melt, but it will melt by the weekend, so that's good news. Well, we have unfortunately not good news as far as the pandemic. Hospitalizations in the state of Michigan are at a record. We have had, we have more people hospitalized in the state of Michigan for COVID right now than at any time during the pandemic. Uh, right now, we have mostly in uh, the, the, the Detroit area, but the uh, total is eight, what is it? 2,608 in the six county region. That's the most on record. Uh, the number of uh, new cases fell over the weekend. The positivity rate has dropped below 15% now, so that's good news. And the uh, new cases are starting to fall. Yeah, as people recover, as the vaccine um, continues to roll mm -hmm. out, and I think over, what did you say, over 50%? of everyone in this, or of all eligible in the state have had at least one shot, I believe. Yeah, well, according to Governor Whitmer, this morning Governor Whitmer issued the uh, following statement as Michigan is set to administer its six millionth dose today. Uh, today, Michigan will surpass six million doses administered of the safe, effective COVID-19 vaccines. My daughter and I were proud to add two to that number on April 6th and our administration will not stop until we reach our goal of equitably vaccinating 70% of Michiganders 16 and up. So I wonder, I mean, we, we have to be getting, I mean, obviously we're getting closer to uh, where we want to be, but, um, and then all 50 states have opened uh, eligibility up for ages 16 and up. So, you know, and I haven't heard of any stories in the last week or so of people trying to get it that couldn't get it. So mm -hmm. it seems to be that is behind us as far as people who have the, um, the means to schedule a vaccine appointment, things like that. Mm -hmm. It's the folks that do not have uh, those resources to yeah. schedule, mm -hmm. have internet. Um, there's a lot of people out there that still need to be reached. That's what I'm worried about too. Uh, while we've uh, eliminated all those uh, crazy, confusing rules about uh, priority group 1C <laughs> and uh, secondary group uh, 3G. Uh, uh, anyone is all you don't have to answer any questions, just show them that you're 16 and uh, that's it. But yeah, a lot of people might not have been able to uh, navigate the uh, 
clunky sign of genius um, interface if they were even able to get to it. So if you have not yet been vaccinated and still want to, call your health provider, call uh, the Center for Family Health, call your pharmacy, call the uh, Henry Ford Allegiance, call, just call and uh, call us and we'll help you too. So Yes, we will do that. We will. Uh, school teachers have been vaccinated in Michigan at a higher rate than anywhere in the country. And it's in part because here in Michigan, school teachers were among the first people that could get vaccinated. 82% of Michigan school teachers have now been fully vaccinated. Congratulations, school teachers. Yeah, and that's great. And really, you think of the way that the, uh, um, the children are starting <laughs> to get this uh, uh, virus more, more contagious. So it uh, is definitely important that um, those teachers did get vaccinated. So yeah, yeah that's overall good stuff. in the state, 28% uh, are uh, fully vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Did you hear about the governor's tri quick trip to Florida? I did, and I, I, I actually, I don't have a problem. With I don't have it. a problem with it either. She uh, has uh, her her father's lives in Florida. Uh, he is uh, ailing, according to the governor, and she flew down uh, for a quick uh, two day trip to uh, see him. But she's been getting criticized for that. Of course, of course. Do as I say, not as I do. But um, yeah, she went to go see a sick relative. Who's, I'm not going to say anything about that. Mm -hmm. Um, did you know today is your, um, your last day to throw your hat in the ring? If you would like to be mayor, run for mayor, or one of the open uh, council seats? Today's the day you have to have the um, things turned in. I think that petitions. I did something. Today's mm -hmm. the last day. That's all mm -hmm. I know. So um, we had Bill George here yesterday. He said he was not planning. I on, heard that. Uh, so, but yeah, it'll be it'll be exciting to. Um, to follow these races, obviously we know who is going to, going to be running, so. Yeah, well in Jackson we have a history of former mayors running for mayor, and in Lansing, Virgil Bonero was going to run for mayor again, but he had, uh, uh, he had a Governor Cuomo uh, moment. He's, yeah, <laughs> he, he's, uh, he, he gets into the news, doesn't he? Yeah, he's kind of like Governor Cuomo. I mean, he's similar in, in, a, in a way. A little a, bit, uh, yeah. yeah, he resembles him, if, if yeah. that's what you're saying. So who's running for mayor? Um, Daniel Mahoney. Daniel Mahoney's running for mayor. John Wilson. John Wilson's running for mayor. And Laura Schlechty. And Laura Schlechty's running for mayor. If there are others, um, let us know. I'd love to talk to you. And there's uh, three council seats. Everyone that's incumbent is planning to run for re-election, but there's some new people that are also interested. Great. So, mm -hmm. Good. Looking mm -hmm. forward to uh, seeing how that shakes out. Um, I need to wish a happy birthday to Joanne LaFere, who I know is watching right now. Today's her birthday. Yeah, Joanne. Happy Joanne LaFere, happy birthday. Yeah. Wife of JTV's own uh, Mickey LaFere and uh, avid watchers of the morning show, as is Joanne Sheldon. Yes. We want to say hi to Joanne Sheldon. And thanks for your nice notes. We appreciate that. And thanks for watching. And I, Lois Wilson sent me a message this morning, so I happen to know she's watching right now as well. So Lois Wilson is watching right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's great. If you need a COVID test, you now can get one of those. Remember the rapid test that people were talking about a year ago? Yeah. Well, now you can get an over-the-counter uh, COVID test at CVS, Walgreens, and Walmart. Uh, Ab Abbott Labs recently approved rapid uh, test is now getting on the shelves in those locations and you will get your result in 15 minutes so it's like so you buy the test take it home 
mm-hmm. like a pregnancy yeah, test. Yeah, you don't have to send something. it in. You don't have to call anybody. You don't have to decode anything. It's um, okay. And those are available now. Yes. We'll have to yeah. go get a couple of those and take a look at them. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, planning on traveling outside of the country? The State Department has put, it's amazing, worldwide, 80% of the rest of the world is on the do not travel list. Really? Yes. Like you travel? Can't go anywhere. Can't go anywhere? The State can't Department leave. doesn't want you going out of the country. Out of, 80% of countries are on lockdown, essentially. Well, they're... Sort of. Yeah. Huh. Do you have so. any trips planned? No. You haven't been out of the country since, what, you, you went to Spain, right? Many, 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 many years, years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. You've Trip. never been out of the country, have you? <laughs> I've never been over the pond, but I have been to uh, our neighboring uh, country to the north. Canada. Correct. Yeah. Have you ever been to Mexico? I have not. No. Mm-mm. No. I'm not very well traveled, as you know. That's right. Uh, you know, one thing that uh, Canada has that we don't. Um, you can get beer when you're 19. And you can get marijuana. Uh, when you're an adult, too. It's legal throughout the entire country of Oh, Canada. throughout the entire country. I was going to say, you know you can do that here, too, right? In Michigan. In fact, in, uh, I think, uh, there's 34 states that it's legal. And today is 420, April 20th. And it's also uh, for marijuana aficionados the day that's their national holiday. That's right. And we'll have something later in the show. We have a little clip, a little... Yeah. Uh, little photo but um so yeah so popular day but uh let's get to some sports action i have a feeling the scoreboard's ready yeah the scoreboard's probably ready um jeff steers our uh our sports photographer and uh writer was uh everywhere last night like he always is so let's get the get a few things started we'll go to uh baseball uh, Napoleon, they won the first game 9-5 over Michigan Center. Josh Adams had a pair of hits and knocked in three runs for Napoleon. Michigan Center was led by Brock Siraki and Brendan O'Dowd. Yes, he is related to our very own Patrick O'Dowd. Who is What's that? All, yeah. the, Ad- all yeah, the O'Dowds. All the O'Dowds are. All yeah, second game, Michigan Center won 2-1. to one. Uh, Darkness postponed game two of the doubleheader. Oh, they did not win. Michigan Center was just leading. Um, and other baseball scores, uh, Hanover Horton beat Addison, uh, 18-15, and then 3-2-0, and then Columbia Central uh, beats Madison, 8-0, and 13-5. Columbia Central, Cameron Adams had two hits and knocked in three runs for the Golden Eagles, who move to 4-4 four and four overall after that pair of wins. Over to softball. Uh, Jackson High hosted a couple. I believe I may have been at this game um, in the parking lot. Dexter beat Jackson 17-0 and 23-0. Uh, Dexter must be awfully good. Uh, but I believe I was there because that was at Parkside. I, or no, that was it. Uh, it looks like it was at Jackson. I guess I wasn't there. I must have been at the JV game. Uh, so Grass Lake, they beat Lumen Christie 20 to five and 11 to one in the first game. Riley Fitzpatrick had three hits and knocked in three runs and Caitlin Posthumus struck out 10 batters for GL. Sophia O'Neill struck out nine for the Titans. Second game, Emily Guthrie knocked in four. Laney Brown struck out 12 for the Warriors. 
Interesting, some of these names uh, are familiar from the basketball season. Yeah, definitely. Um, Napoleon, they had a great first game. They won 17-1 to over Michigan Center. Uh, Becca Doust had four hits for Napoleon. There's a great story that Jeff wrote about Becca on our website. You should check it out. Uh, second game, a little closer. Napoleon won 8-7 over MC. Uh, Napoleon scored six times in the fifth inning to overcome a 5-2 deficit. Ray Burke struck out six for the Pirates. Madeline Nutt recorded two hits for the Cards. And then Western beat Pioneer 3-0 and 8-0. Haley Wisman struck out eight in the first. Merritt Baker had three hits, and Ashley Williams struck out eight batters on the mound for Western, who improved 2-5 and 1. Girls soccer, Columbia Central and Dundee, they tied 2-2. Katie Taylor and Elizabeth Tyndall scored goals for the Golden Eagles. There was some golf. It was a decent day for golf. Jackson High, they had the SEC meet at Cascades, their home meet. Skyline won. They shot 153. And uh, Jackson finished with a, a team 187. Justin Bunch uh, led the Vikings with a 41. Girls tennis, Northwest at Western was canceled due to inclement Thank you, Fred. weather. I think we're going to see a couple more uh, days of cancellations. Today? Uh, oh. Today and tomorrow. Today's a, you know, even parents hate these type of practice days, you know? Taking your kids out to the yeah. rainy, cold field and, ah! But <laughs> that's where dreams are made and that's where toughness uh, starts, so enjoy that's it. That's right. Uh, well, it's about time to... Uh, You're not wearing your watch today. That's the problem. <laughs> My watch. My watch, I had, to, I had a Shinola watch, thank you. I had a Christmas gift and a battery. The only way you can replace a Shinola battery is to go to the Shinola store. So I did, I went there, I dropped it off, I went back, picked it up, and then Shinola called me and said, uh, we have your watch. And I said, no, I'm wearing, it's, I had my watch. And it turns out they gave me somebody else's watch. So I was wearing somebody else's watch for two weeks. That's so stupid because it's not even the same color face and it's, I just, I don't understand. It's not good. It's who's not on, good. Who's on the show today? Oh, we're going to get things started with Zoe Lyons. Uh, she'll be with us first and then we have Maureen Keene from the ISD. So great show coming up. Morning show being brought to you by the Pick Center and we begin with... Zoe, Zoe Lyons, <laughs> after this. <laughs> With the events of the past year, many families have gotten off schedule when it comes to physician appointments and important immunizations. Now is an ideal time to get back on track. The Center for Family Health provides quality, affordable care to children and adults in a safe, friendly environment. So don't wait to protect your family's health. Call 517-748-5500 to make an appointment. The Center for Family Health, opening the door to health care for all in Jackson. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Bill, Lenaway, Allen counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. 
Almost 17 years at the old plant. Never thought I'd see the day when we shut her down. But we're going coal free. I stayed on for two years to monitor the air quality. I'm still with the company and we're still keeping the air clean. This is what it's all about. for one elite team making the impossible possible. All for one innovative plan built for one cancer fighter, you. All for one goal, rising above your cancer. At the Henry Ford Cancer Institute, we're in this fight together. And at our global destination, we'll take care to the next level. owner of Allegra Printing of Jackson. We have grown from a quick print shop into a commercial printing company. Full color printing, on-site graphic design, variable data printing, and much more. Come see us at Allegra Printing of Jackson, 1232 Southwest Avenue. I love living and teaching in Jackson County because I feel respected and supported as an educator. I get to teach in person. I know I am making a difference in my community when I teach my students. Jackson County Schools wants to put you at the head of the class. Come find your new job at the Pre-K through 12 and Special Education Virtual Job Fair on Wednesday, April 28th. Register today at the QR code on your screen or visit jcisd.org. We're glad to welcome back to the morning show the Jackson County Director of the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services, Zoe Lyons. Zoe, welcome back. Thank you, glad to be here. So been, uh, it's, we were talking, you've been here a few times, we're going to do a little through the years video right. of, of your appearances. <laughs> you can see all the weight I've gained over COVID, yeah. <laughs> month by month. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> uh, we're not going to get over COVID for a long, long time because of all the uh, lingering effects. Mm -hmm. And one of those that I know you're concerned about is uh, the trauma of, of just the pandemic and everything that uh, right. people have been suffering, even if you haven't had had COVID, mm -hmm. particularly if you're a kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, adverse childhood experiences is something that we've actually spent the last couple of years in Jackson trying to educate everyone who will listen about. And um, it's childhood trauma. And as COVID has, has struck us, um, you know, the, the protections that are sort of in place, like school and teachers and being out in the community, those have not been in place for the last year. So um, we're really concerned about how families are getting along. There's uh, obviously the some extra benefits through the state of Michigan, some unemployment, uh, you know, ending ha has ended. Um, so we're going to see an even a more need for these services. What mm -hmm. uh, what do you anticipate seeing over the next uh, few months, knowing that some state aid has uh, has stopped? Yeah, well, we will probably see more people making applications uh, for cash assistance and food assistance, uh, Medicaid, those types of uh, programs that help people get through the crisis until they can find a job. And um, for cash assistance, there are work requirements. So we help people find jobs um, through, through Michigan Works. So, um, and there's lots of openings out there. So we just need to find the right connections for folks. Yeah, but right now, uh Michigan Works Southeast has 1,015 Jackson County openings. Check them out on our uh, website. 
Well, the, the kids that you're uh, worried about, um, you tell us that there's um, 10 uh, adverse childhood experiences. What does that mean? Yeah, so this actually came out of a study that took place in the mid-1990s. Um, Drs. Anda and Folletti, so Dr. Anda is from the CDC, which we hear a lot about these days, um, population health stuff. And then Dr. Folletti is out of California, and they came together just to look at um, why so many people had long-term health issues, and they really started working it back to childhood. Mm -hmm. and, um, and in their study, they sent out questionnaires to almost 100,000 people. They got um, almost 20,000 back, and they were able to come up with 10 adverse childhood experiences that have long-term um, health and social effects on people. And um, five of them are sort of household dysfunction related. So um, substance abuse in the home, mm -hmm. mental illness in the home, um, domestic violence. Um, also something as simple as parental separation or divorce, which you know in our day and age we see lots of. Um, and then uh, whether a parent was in jail or prison. So those are sort of the five um, household dysfunctional things. Again, and those are the types of things that we kind of worry about in COVID that, you know, behind closed doors, what's happening. Um, and then there's five types of child abuse and neglect. Abuse and neglect, both emotional and physical, and then sexual abuse. And so those add up to 10. And um, we, they ask, ask people, um, usually they ask the adults, so it, we might ask you um, to fill out a questionnaire and you would find your ACE score anywhere from zero to 10. Um, for kids, we ask the parents to fill it out for them. And, um, and that gives us sort of the um, ability to look into the future a little bit and try to put some protections in place for kids. We call it building resilience for them. We've been hearing uh, about homelessness um, being caused by trauma, childhood trauma, right? And obviously, long-lasting uh, to create uh, really misery in adult mm -hmm. life from childhood experience. That's that's pretty severe. Yeah, yeah. It's you know what happens is um, trauma affects our brains, mm -hmm. and so then our our brains kind of create how we act. And it can start as early as middle school and high school. It can cause problems that might cause children to either quit school, get involved in drugs early, um, be suspended or expelled. And when those things happen, it's sort of all that you know chain, chain reaction. I, I'm not gonna be able to find a great job if I didn't mm -hmm. finish high school. If I can't find a great job and I can't pay rent, um, you know, then I'm uh, couch to couch and before you know it, I've worn out my welcome and now I'm, I'm on the street or in a shelter. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so again, we, we're working backwards now and mm -hmm. saying we know these things cause bad long-term things to happen. And so if we can create safety nets, if we can create communities of resilience for kids, the easiest thing we can do to build resilience for this is make sure kids have a caring adult. Uh, that's where schools come in. We've done a lot of work with teachers because we've heard so many stories of um, adults who have said, I made it through my adversity because I had one teacher who took care of me. Um, and that's just emotional you know, feeling good about yourself and somebody saying, I believe in you. So, super easy, we can all do it. Yeah, yesterday you and Jennifer were talking about a family, <coughs> the, the, the first in their, in their whole family to ever own a house. Right. We've heard about people, the right. first one in there ever to go to college. Mm -hmm. 
those kinds of things, uh, besides college and, and home ownership, there are other things when you're, that are generational, including trauma. Yeah, absolutely. There's studies that show that trauma is passed down uh, three or four generations now. Oh. And, um, and, you know, we're really, we're looking at things like even race trauma, um, Native American genocide, the, the civil unrest from the uh, early 1900s, slavery even, are things that can be passed down from generation to generation. And so, um, again, educating everybody about this and helping to build up uh, the positives instead of the adversities is what's going to help us uh, move forward in a positive way. That's great. And like you said, some of these traumas, I mean, they, ha they can happen at the flip of the switch, whether you lose the loved one, some, you know, you lose a, a parent goes to prison, a divorce. Right. Um, how about dealing with that immediate, um, sudden trauma, if you will? Yeah, so we, um, we actually have a program in Jackson called Handle with Care, which is um, when children are, when law enforcement is involved and they notice children, they actually will call the school and just say, handle Bobby Smith with care. Mm -hmm. um, and really that, really all that is, is paying attention to sure. Bobby and just kind of helping him through if he looks tired, if he looks agitated, doing something just a little bit different to help him get out of that, um, that crisis mode for the moment. Um, and a lot of times that works. That's all that's needed. About, you know, about five or 10% of the time, we need to call a therapist and do something um, more professional involved. But mm -hmm. it's really that caring that is the answer. We are with Zoe Lyons from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. We're going to take a short break and we'll be back more with Zoe after this quick break. Yes, we know, pet insurance can be a bit confusing, but it doesn't have to be. The Personal Lines team at Walton, an independent auto owner's insurance agency, is here to help. We've flipped the script to provide the modern pet parent with clear choices and access to the latest technology, including an app that allows you to make claims, talk to a live vet 24-7, and even manage playdates. If you're interested in a quote, look up Walton, an independent auto owner's insurance agency, at waltonpetinsurance.com. Walton Insurance Group, we're here. Do you see that? It's McDonald's. Do you see that right there? <gasps> oh, can we stop? Please, can I'm we stop? so no. Hungry. No, we so really can't easy. stop. We're so close. Uh, there's another one right there. Oh, come on, it's right there. It's, it's right, right there. there. Please, 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 please. <gasps> <Yes>! <gasps> Thank you. You're my favorite roommate. Choose your favorite $3 bundle at McDonald's, like a deliciously cheesy McDouble paired with everyone's favorite small fries. Add any size soft drink for just a buck. Hello, I'm Brian with Avenue Auto. It's tax refund season again. And right now at Avenue Auto through tax day, bring in your W-2 and drive away today. 
Yes, we will prepare your tax return from a trusted source, let you know the result, and you can use your tax refund to purchase a new vehicle. No need to wait on the government for your refund, and we'll pay for your tax prep fees. Drive away today at Avenue Auto with just your W-2 and our guaranteed credit approval. We've been making car deals for over 23 years. Call us today or see our entire inventory online. Find your local carrier professionals at Lammers Heating and Air Conditioning, recipient of the Carrier President's Award two years running. No matter the weather, Lammers will keep your house feeling great. Call or visit us online. At Arbor Manor Rehabilitation and Nursing Center, our staff is committed to helping patients maximize the rehabilitation potential. We believe healthcare goals are best met by putting patients first, and patients are not just their healthcare challenges, they are people first. That is why the needs and preferences of each individual lead the way in how we provide care. I was hesitant. I did not want to come, but then I started realizing that it was my time to relax and take care of things. My experience here with Arbor Manor was wonderful. Uh, it was very encouraging. People here that I've met, and it's probably the whole building pretty much because I walked around a lot, are amazing, are simply amazing. I don't think I would have recovered as fast without Arbor Manor. They treated me like a princess. We're with Zoe Lyons from the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. And Zoe has been very busy since day one of this pandemic. And uh, you and uh, Bob Powell are uh, going to be offer some, offering some training. Tell us a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, so we've, uh, we've been doing this training actually for years and it got, um, when COVID hit, just like everything else, we, everything stopped. And we said, well, just wait, because we, in-person is really kind of important for, we think, for this type of training. Um, and we can't wait forever. So we started doing our uh, Zoom training, tested it out a couple of times, and uh, we're back on the schedule at Nonprofit Network. We, I mentioned that we uh, try to talk to teachers and give teachers this information, but I think one of the messages that we also want teachers to know is that we're not laying all of this on you. I mm -hmm. mean, so much has been laid on teachers um, really over the years that COVID just has sort of amplified it. And so, what we, you know, it's really about getting the entire community involved. Mm -hmm. We want churches involved. We want everyone to look at their neighborhood kids differently. And this whole um, adverse childhood experience push is really to say uh, it's not about what's wrong with people it's about what happened to people and that's what's causing them to act a certain way or respond mm -hmm. and so if we just all kind of step back and have a little empathy and say maybe something happened to this person that's causing them to mm -hmm. act in a way that doesn't seem like I would act then we we respond with more kindness so did you really hear that <laughs> Yeah, well, I think you were treated finely when you were a child. No, I'm just saying, like, in general going forward, general. maybe take Zoe's words to... I, I'm the nicest person you know. <laughs> That's absolutely ridiculous, as we all know. <laughs> but it is great It is great advice. I, I mean, yeah. you know, you never know what anyone is dealing with, and mm -hmm. uh, it's fair guess to say that uh, everyone's dealing with something. Yeah, it, I, honestly, um, it, it, why, it, to me, it's like I've been a social worker my entire career, and I feel like I'm a nice person in general, but this really, it does, it just, it just changes how you look at people, and, and 
there is more kindness in the world if we mm -hmm. share it this way. So. so are there ways that we can uh, accentuate the positive? So we've, we know there's the, the 10 adverse uh, mm -hmm. childhood uh, experiences. Are there, are there identified positive childhood experiences? Yeah, there's, so, so you know, when we teach people about these adversities, we also want to teach them how to prevent them. And so there's uh, now what we call positive childhood experiences. And these are the things that we want to um, amplify and, and make sure that children have more of. Um, those are having ability to talk um, to people about their feelings, um, particularly their family. And, but if it's not their family, again, having a caring adult that they can do that with. Um, feeling that their family stands by them during difficult times. So we've had this conversation even just about teenage foster children, mm -hmm. right? And they um, they make a mistake and then got to go find a different home. And, and we see families do that too. And so kids need to know that their families are going to stand by them um, even when they make those mistakes, even tough mistakes, you know. Um, Community traditions, family traditions, keeping those um, going. Don't think that just because kids get into high school, they don't want those family traditions anymore. They really, those are things that build up positivity. Um, and then there's things with high school and friends, like feeling that sense of belonging. As we get into middle school, uh, you may remember, you both may remember that friends kind of became a little bit more important than parents. Uh, and as parents, that's hard. Mm -hmm but making sure that um, the kids have supportive uh, friends around them is something that also builds up that, um, that resilience. Um, and then we've also talked about the caring adult. So, and the more caring adults you have, the, the stronger your um, resilience is gonna be. So if I have a parent and a teacher and a neighbor that are all there for me, that's better than just having one. Mm -hmm. And so um, you can't, there, there can't be too much of that. Um, and then feeling safe and protected at home. So I mean, I think all of that goes with just feeling like you have um, you have people, right? People that are there for you. That's great. So be caring adults. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The uh, what about masks? You uh, you know, people in the community still need them. They don't want to spend money on them. Do you? Right. You can, uh, uh, and that is a real thing. No, you know, people mm -hmm. do not want to spend ten dollars on a mask. So you guys, right. you guys have some. So we still have a few cloth masks. Uh, they're just white cloth masks, but we do have some of those. We also have some KN95 masks, which are, they're not the N95s, but they're sort of the, the one-step-down version. Um, we have thousands of those at my office, so if anybody wants one, they just have to reach out. Um, even groups, if you have a group that needs them, churches, we can, we can get those to you. And then um, we have some child-sized masks. So I think the governor just changed it that two to four are gonna be wearing masks as well. And so we do have, um, plenty of those child-sized masks that we can help get to people as well. Yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah, well, you may be in a situation traveling or in a, a, some type of uh, healthcare setting where you know, it may be required. So right. it's nice that you guys uh, have that available to the community. Yep. yep. And don't throw the masks in the ocean afterwards. Oh. Or the parking lot. Or oh, I know. Michigan Avenue. Or <laughs> the parking spot. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen them all over. Well, thanks for everything. We always appreciate um, yeah, thank you. hearing thank from you. you and all the great work that you and your uh, fellow uh, DHHS people are doing. Yeah, hard work. They're at it every day and 24 hours a day for lots of them. So appreciate them. 
Zoe Lyons is the Jackson County Director of the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services. There's a huge job fair coming up for uh, people in education. We're going to hear all about that coming up next. At Blair's Car Care, honesty and customer satisfaction have always been the most important thing for us. We have been serving loyal customers in Jackson County for almost 100 years. We do auto repair of all sorts, including tires, alignment, brakes, oil changes, and much more. For more information, please call 517-782-8116 or come stop by at 2424 Wildwood Avenue and experience for yourself what makes Blair's so special. With over 90 years of service in the Jackson area, we take every measure to assure you that your project will be beyond your satisfaction. Our experience, ability to do a wide variety of jobs, and our dedication to perfection is what puts us above the competition. We are confident we can help you with any and all of your electrical needs and repairs. It's never too late or too early to get that patio ready for spring. Come on down to Summit Lawn and Recreation where you can choose from our incredible selection of outdoor furniture. We can also provide delivery for your convenience. Pick it up today at Summit Lawn and Recreation on Brooklyn Road. Hello Jackson area. We'd like to welcome you to Cottontails, Jackson's toy store since 2017. Located on the first floor of the Jackson County Tower Building, we are open on most weekdays as well as Saturday. Hours are posted on Facebook at Cottontails Jackson. Cottontails offers high quality natural toys. The owner, Carrie McEwen, is friendly and committed to making sure kids and families in the Jackson area get the best toys. Shop small, shop local, and give children the gift of play. True Community Credit Union, true to our members, communities, and team, providing 138 years combined service. Visit trueccu.com today. Asthma Allergy Centers can help you breathe freely. Since 1980, our board-certified specialists have provided testing and treatment for a wide variety of asthma and allergy-related conditions, including immunodeficiencies and skin problems. No referrals are necessary, and we accept any insurance or no insurance. You can even use our mobile app to check in and pay. Come see us at our Jackson office or one of our multiple offices in Southwest Michigan. I'm Chef Jake. Add some fresh food to your day with Chefin's Food Factory. We don't rehash tired old recipes, we create our own. Our award-winning chef makes delicious creations from scratch, like our meal zone. It's great food at a reasonable price with new specials every week. Stop in for takeout or we can cater your next event. No events too big, no events too small, we cook them all. Grab your next meal at Chefin's Food Factory, located inside Hometown Convenience, 1033 Cooper Street. Welcome back. Joining us now is Maureen Keene, who is the Assistant Superintendent at the JCISD. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you guys? Good. Welcome back. Thanks yeah. for having me. Good to see you again. You too. So um, let us let me get things started by asking you, how, how are things going right now? I know you have people working from home, people working in person, things changing every week. How, uh, yeah. how is everything, how's everything going? <laughs> I described it yesterday as a game of ping pong. Yeah. We don't know what every day brings, but uh, it's an exciting challenge and mm -hmm. we are, we are doing well. We are doing well. Everybody, uh, I think all teachers are rising to the challenge. So yeah, it's hard to believe we're already almost to May I know. in a, a full uh, year under under COVID. So right. I know I know you have staff that is just went above and beyond. That is absolutely true. 
not only at the ISD, but all over the county. Staff is creative and innovative and uh, working their tails off to make sure that kids mm -hmm. are getting what they need. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm amazed at uh, how the education community here has responded to COVID. Uh, literally everybody has just amazed me with how much extra work and care and uh, effort they're putting into um, just keeping people safe. I think that's true. You know, right away in March last year, our teachers rallied and tried to figure out what could they do on literally a couple of days notice mm -hmm. to see if kids could get some instruction for the end of the year last year. Mm -hmm. And they did an amazing job. They went above and beyond. And then we have really been open for in-person instruction all year long, all over the county. Um, all schools have, and I think that has made a big difference. We see our surrounding counties are still mm -hmm. virtual and keep pushing that back, and I don't know if they, they will go back in person this year, but our, our students in Jackson County have been very fortunate because we have figured out ways to keep them in school and keep them safe, and really in the, in the school systems themselves, in the buildings and the classrooms, kids are safe. We have all the mm -hmm. safety precautions in place. We've had very few exposures and outbreaks. When we see that, it's coming from outside of the schools. Um, but the teachers are just been so creative and so innovative in the ways that they're delivering instruction because they're balancing having sometimes half their class virtual. So they're doing double duty. Um, they often have, most of our districts will have Wednesdays as a virtual day so that everybody's virtual. So our teachers can plan. We do that at the ISD as well. Um, and they are working harder than ever on those Wednesdays to plan the instruction for the rest of the week. And it is really inspiring mm -hmm. to see. And we've got, uh, as typical this time of year, retirements are coming up in, in education. But I think because of COVID, we're, we're probably going to see more people that are, are retiring or maybe retiring early. And it's a it's a problem. I think it's a nationwide problem. Well, we have seen for the last several years um, a shortage of teachers, but it is more prevalent now than ever. And I think you're right. I think um, teachers, people that have been in this business for 30 or, or 35 or more years are exhausted. Mm -hmm. And this is not the way that they want to teach. Um, so we are going to see more retirements than we have ever seen before, which is unfortunate. And we thank those teachers for the um, work that they've done and what they've contributed and it's you know I, I don't blame them however we want to bring more people to the education world mm -hmm. um, you know it is it's still a noble profession it's a wonderful profession and so we need people to go into that profession and uh, we need people to come to Jackson County and teach in our community and uh, you know if you've grown up here and you've lived here it might be a great place to come back and work yeah definitely I mean I think of all the teachers and educational staff and that uh, impacted my life. I'm sure you think of the same. And having Zoe on um, just, you know, reminds you of, of how important uh, educators are to, uh, to, to children, really. Right, you know, during the school week, they see teachers more than they see their parents right. in some cases. And so they have, a, teachers have a huge impact. Do you have a favorite teacher? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I have so many favorite oh, teachers. Okay. Mrs. Campbell. Oh, Mrs. Campbell. Yeah, yeah. She's in Petoskey, I think, right yeah. now. Your first, my your first, first grade, grade teacher. teacher. Awesome. Yep. So you're um, responding to this uh, shortage uh, with the job fair for education. We are. We're doing something new this year, um, really out of the necessity because of COVID, and it's difficult to. Um, 
have people come in for interviews. So on April 28th from 12 to 5, uh, candidates can go to a virtual job fair, which is something we have not done before, but we're excited to see how it's going to work out. Um, they can register online at um, jobfair.jcisd.org. And then we have over 20 employers. So everything oh, wow. from GSRP preschool through 12th grade, special ed and general ed, um, not only teachers, but a wide range of people in the education field. And they, it, it's very cool. We've partnered with um, Michigan Works Southeast and using the Brazen platform, people can register, go on, they can see all the employers and just click on who they'd like to talk to. And they don't even have to talk to us in person. They can go on and text with us, they can upload their resume, or they can do a virtual uh, interview spot for up to 10 minutes. They can talk to all 20 employers, they can talk to one, and kind of get a feel for what each district might offer and who they'd like to work for. Um, and then the districts have the opportunity to say, hey, we'd like to bring, bring you back and talk to you more in depth. Mm -hmm. um, and that will happen after the, the job right. fair. There's uh, some incentives, I think. Some districts have uh, signing bonuses. There's uh, some carrots. Uh. That's true. That's true. Some districts are be able, are, uh, have been able to do that with some of their federal money, and uh, very fortunate for them. Um, and there's a huge need. Of course, our bigger districts probably will have more positions available, uh, and that's, that's very concerning to them because they need to be, have teachers and staff in the classroom to be able to run their programs. And so, um, yeah, they're fortunate to be able to offer those. With uh, the large number of uh, anticipated <coughs> openings uh, for teachers, there's also support staff, uh, people that work uh, supporting teachers in all the districts. What are some of those, those jobs that uh, we'll be seeing on that um, fair? So there is everything from uh, bus drivers, teacher assistants, um, the actual teachers, special ed, so uh, the range of resource room all the way up to some of your more specialized fields, uh, teachers for students with unique learning needs like autism or cognitive impairments. Um, we have an occupational therapy position posted, uh, just a real wide range. And like I said, preschool, so Head Start, um, GSRP, preschool positions, really any of the teaching positions are probably available in our um, well. fair. Has COVID changed um, any jobs? Are, are there any, like, uh, how much virtual teaching is being done? Are there, are there specialists? Are new, new positions that have been yeah. created? You know, right now we have had to work with the staff that we have, but uh, we do have positions in districts and at the ISD, um, educational consultants that are helping teachers learn how to present in a different platform. So either like on Zoom or through Seesaw, some of the other educational platforms to teach virtually and, and do that well. Um, so I think different districts do have coaches. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have uh, a lot of consultants at the ISD who are also working with teachers to make sure that they are able to present uh, their content areas a little more effectively, and they've really done a great job researching what the best ways to do that is. And some schools are <laughs> expanding facilities. I think of uh, JPS adding yeah. a whole new school. Right. Uh, so that's there, there's got to be opportunities just with that kind absolutely. of growth. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of growth in mm -hmm. Jackson County. I mean, this is a great community to live in and to work in, and we want people to come here and uh, stay here, and we want to offer, you know, really a wide range of educational opportunities for students and for families, and, and you know, if you're looking for that quintessential kind of bigger town but with a small town feel, mm -hmm. as you guys know, Jackson's it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So great place to uh, right. raise a family, be a parent, have a, have a nice career. Absolutely. I think there's been a lot of people, uh, families outside of Jackson County, that have uh, enrolled their kids here because they've been able to get a uh, in-person experience. I think that's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, the other unique thing about Jackson County is we are so collaborative. We are truly a community. We have, you know, 13 school districts, but they all work together mm -hmm. and they want the best for kids. And we are. That's why this job fair is kind of unique in that all the school districts have positions available. We're not fighting against each other, we're working mm -hmm. together to bring educators here. That's great. Yeah, and I think that's something I've noticed for a long time is, is how much uh, everyone really works together and we're really seeing the benefit of all of that absolutely. with the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, I think that's true. How about uh, within the ISD uh, as a district, you'll have openings as well? We do, yep, we have teaching positions and uh, ancillary staff positions. Um, we have teacher assistant positions. Mm -hmm. We have a couple unique positions that are really hard to fill, like a um, teacher consultant or a teacher for students with visual impairments. Mm -hmm. um, that is a position, for instance, we've had posted for two years. Really? We do not, there are not qualified candidates for that. Wow. Um, it's just really highly specialized. We have um, uh, a unique position that nobody else has, which is a LPN slash teacher assistant, so we need um, people who have that nursing background, but mm -hmm. to work one-on-one -on -one with some of our higher needs students, either at our Torrent Center or in our center-based classrooms, or occasionally it's out mm -hmm. in the local district buildings. But and you guys are going to uh, get the old Frost uh, School. We are. But it sounds like that might be another year. Yeah, or so. it won't be next year. Um, and all those plans are taking place right now, kind of the construction plans. But we um, have expanded programming so much, and we have classrooms out in the local districts and they've been so kind and generous to give us space but uh, we felt it might be a little more efficient a little bit better for programming to bring most of those classrooms back in under one roof mm -hmm. so uh, we're gonna open a central campus <laughs> in that frost building which was a wonderful opportunity it's yeah. a great building um, JPS did a wonderful job building the new Cascades building and that building was gonna sit empty or they were considering tearing it down so we came in and said, could we reutilize this building and save what, uh, has, there's been so much put into it, could we mm -hmm. save it? And we thought we could, it's gonna fit our needs great. Right. So I'm excited about is that. Is it the Frost building or the Cascades? It's the Frost, Frost building. Frost, okay. Frost, mm -hmm. yeah. yep. 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 Cascades, it's gone. Cascades Victoria. is gone and rebuilt. Brand new. You know, I, don't correct me, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Frost is no longer, and Frost is now called Cascades, the new okay. building is called Cascades, and so they'll move everybody in. Okay. Yeah. Too. All right. That's so I'd love to come back and talk about that. We'll <laughs> in more details on that, for sure. Uh, five days away from the big job fair, so uh, yeah. get details at uh, jcisd.org. Absolutely. Thanks for coming in. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. Uh, Maureen Keene, Assistant Superintendent with the ISD. More in the morning show in just a moment. Hi, I'm Shauna with Samadhi. Samadhi Yoga is located downtown Jackson and has been open since 2016. It is a calming and rejuvenating space for our community members to reconnect with themselves through the practices of yoga and movement. Especially during tough times, mental health and community are so important. No matter your level of experience with yoga, Samadhi can be a home for you. New student passes are only $25 for five classes. We hope to see you soon. You can find out more about Samadhi Yoga on our website. Collins Brothers Floor Covering, because new carpet is like, ah, very nice.
But commercials suck. Don't change the channel. Change your carpet. Collins Brothers Downtown. Excellent. Established in 1940. That's before the war, sucker. Lester Brothers has been performing driveway installations for over 30 years. Crushed asphalt is one of our most popular driveway gravels and an overall Lester Brothers favorite. When spread properly, it can last for many years. It's 100% recycled, environmentally friendly, quarter of the cost of hot asphalt, dust-free, and ready for immediate use after construction. Contact Lester Brothers today for a free timely estimate for your future crushed asphalt driveway or parking lot. I'm Nate Vermeulen and welcome to Vermeulen Furniture. We are Jackson's premier home furnishing store. Living in dining room sets, home office decor, beautiful bedrooms, we have it all. Take advantage of our in-home design service and we provide free mattress delivery and setup. We have a wide variety of power recliners for those lazy days and be sure to check out our clearance center for the best deals in Jackson. Stop into Vermeulen's today and make your house a home. The Pick Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and CAC supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Now we mentioned it was 420 earlier. Did you know, do you remember one of my favorite shows of all time, Family Matters? <laughs> that was one of your favorite shows? That's how I learned about life. <laughs> From Carl Winslow and his son, Eddie. Mm -hmm. I mean, th these are the shows that... What you talking about, Willis? No, that's a different show. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a different show. That is a different show. Um, anyway, Steve Urkel has joined the celebrity line of uh, the rich former actors uh, getting associated with cannabis. Anyways, his uh, business is called... Purple, Urkel. Oh, clever. Yeah. So that's, there you go. Purple is a popular color with uh, the marijuana industry. Purple, yeah, Purple, for sure. For some sure. reason. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, have you ever seen a cat food commercial and didn't realize the cat food commercial and you thought, oh my gosh, that looks delicious, and then the cat starts eating it? Mm -hmm. Well, Fancy Feast has come out with a gourmet uh, cat food inspired uh, recipe book. So this is, <laughs> it's from Fancy Feast. They've got a new line coming out, Petites. And these are, this is food for adults. And it's a, it's a cat food company that's put out this cookbook. But I think that actually looks like cat food. Hi, what do you do for a living? Well, I work for Fancy Feast and I write the human food cookbook for the cat food company. This looks like something a cat would have eaten and then um, regurgitated. But how would a cat pick up? We'll a have top? to ask some of our cat owners if they would. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's nice. You and your cat. You sit down and you have a fancy feast, and the cat has a fancy feast, and people eat with their cats. Yeah, yeah. they do. Wow. So that's the cat food, and then the other is the human food. Yep. Available online, free download. That's great. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, 
I'm really glad uh, cell phone video was crappy in, uh, when I was in college. Otherwise, this would have been me here. <laughs> and three fellas. Um, it looks like they went into some type of uh, bass pro shop or Cabela's. We're going to have to run that back. They jumped into the fish tank. Is that then, Noah? No, Noah could never do that. Noah jumped into the... Look at the guy. He can barely walk because he shattered his... <laughs> <laughs> he shattered his tailbone. Can we run that back again, coach? Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, it's just the best. Wow. And there's. Uh, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at, look at. The other guy never got out. Tailbone. <laughs> Ouch. Done. Yeah. Not well thought out. No. I would have done stuff like that. You would have. <laughs> I, just, I mean, that's so funny. Every time I'm at a store like that, I think it would be cool to see someone jump in there and then those three idiots did that. I'm glad there's not cell phone video from my college days. Yeah. Uh, there's a gnome shortage. Uh, yep, garden stores in Britain are reporting a gnome shortage. Apparently, it's a big thing in Britain to have a gnome for, mm -hmm. for your garden. But I think a lot of them uh, got uh, held up in the uh, Suez Canal on that cargo ship. You're probably right. Uh, we used to have one, um, and I th it was stolen. Oh, remember you had that uh, McDonald's meal, the Travis Scott meal last year? Mm -hmm. Well, now there's a coming in May, the BTS meal, the K-pop group BTS What's is inspiring uh, a meal. That wasn't McDonald's. a BTS a serial killer? BT, no. Oh, it's BTK. <laughs> that's BTK. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that, that's something Burger King would put out. But this is uh, 10 McNuggets, fries, a soda, and for the first time in the U.S., South Korean-inspired sweet chili and Cajun dipping sauces. Mm. Wow. Mm. Yummy. So I guess those are the six members of BTS uh, represented as French fries. I don't know. But when the, the Travis Scott, they had a quarter-pounder shortage because yeah. it was so popular. Yeah. So this will be huge. I know. I know it will. People will, uh, people will buy anything. <laughs> So May 26th. Yes. Um, so I was wondering if that was it. No, that's all I have for today, believe it or not. That's all that's I have it? for today's show. That's oh, okay. it. Yeah. Who's on tomorrow? Uh, tomorrow we have Deborah Kibitsky, who's the interim health officer for the Jackson County Health Department, Zach Snyder, graphic designer, and JTV mural artist, Lindsay Wood from the Jackson YMCA. Later today, Dr. Garrett Dandamudi, Major Jose Tamayo, Cindy Acker, Stephen Wright, and Sarah Taylor. Thanks for joining us on The Morning Show. We'll see you this afternoon.